lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life. But I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. And the beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 49, Who Knew? Hey, everybody. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to be recording this podcast because there is so much that has happened over the past month. And to be honest, it has been invigorating to be present and that doesn't mean that the things that I've been present for have been easy or exciting but it's been important to be present to look at how I feel about what's going on in the world to listen to how other people are feeling to be available to have conversations to watch and listen and pray and man It's been one situation after the other. I think the last time that we talked, um, I think everybody was still very much engulfed in COVID-19 and where we were with that. And then now we are definitely embarking upon the second um, monumental event of 2020 with how we are feeling about race. Um. And my podcast isn't going to be about that. And that doesn't mean that it's not very much prevalent. But it's been interesting to hear everyone's viewpoint. Um, I think that the the table has been set for there to be more conversations in more arenas about this situation that... We probably never envisioned that this is what we would be talking about so intently in 2020, but I am just so excited about what God is doing in the hearts of people. And trust me, he got a long way to go. There's still a lot more hearts that need to be touched in this, but you know, I'm going to leave what he needs to do in the regards to the hearts and I'm going to do the things that he has given me to do to foster the environment where hearts are going to be nurtured and we're going to be honest and respectful and all of that. So, but I will tell you what has what has happened and why the topic of this podcast is called Who Knew? Because I think it's, it, it would be silly of me to just not talk about kind of where I've been mentally, like from you know, going to an office every day at work to I've now been working from home probably three and a half months now with the feelings of not returning. So, um, I mean, still working, but just not returning to the actual office. And it's funny, it's something that I prayed for and never knew what it would feel like or what it would look like until I actually started to live it. And it's interesting how you have all these best laid plans and then things blow up and you're like, oh, okay. Um, Because funny, when we pray, we typically have a a strategic outline of how these prayers are going to be answered, right? Because I think about a couple of years ago, 
when I had applied for a virtual opportunity and I didn't get it. But in my mind, it was going to happen this way. All of the feedback was great and it didn't happen. Um, But it didn't happen because I was supposed to be where I am in this moment to see how something can sound real sure, right? Like when I started the job that I'm in now, I never would have thought that I would be working remotely because so much of that culture was about that face-to-face interaction. But who knew, right? Who knew that there was going to be a worldwide pandemic that was going to change the landscape of our whole entire lives? Or, you know, that what was a temporary situation has now become a permanent situation. And all of the new thoughts that it began to invoke in me that I probably wouldn't have been still long enough to explore. And so even thinking about you know, some of the decisions that are on the horizon for me personally, I'll share with you guys a little bit later. I want to make sure that I am keeping things um, close to the vest, but I don't think I would have ever began to even explore how I felt about certain things if all of what was happening isn't happening. And I'm pretty sure that we have talked about in some other podcasts about being open to what God is doing and being very still to be able to see that he will use some of the most unexpected things to repair some stuff in your life, to push you to be bold in some areas, um, or to cause you to like give it all up and say, God, if you want me here, I'm going to stand right here in this spot and not move until you tell me to. And I think he knows that. I think he knows that at times pressure will allow us to give more of our own will over, our own desires over to those that um, he wants to take control of. Um, because it, man, it just gives you so much more enjoyment and peace when you allow him to take control. And the scripture that comes to mind, we're going to introduce it early because I think it'll it'll frame up this conversation so nicely. And that's in Isaiah 55 um, verses 8 through 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. We all know this scripture. We all maybe have quoted, you know. I think in theory, we understand that God is God and he thinks about things differently than we ever will. And he has the insight, right? Because he's God to see, to 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 almost like a drone. You know, like when you 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 use a drone, and you go up and the aerial view that you see is stuff you can never see if you're standing on the ground, right? You will never be able to see from that angle standing down on the ground. And that to me is where we are a lot of times. We can see however many feet in front of us and we will make determinations based on just what we can see, right? And that yields itself to where we are in the world right now, where people are making um, perceptions or or have these perceptions of a group of people um, based on 
what they see. The other thing about standing on the ground is it's also about your experiences too. So I am going to move in a way based on what I've experienced. So if I felt hurt here, I'm never going back there. And I think I may have, and again, I feel like God keeps bringing this up for a reason. The whole stove analogy, you know it's hot, so you're not going to touch it. Um, But when you have an aerial view, and I believe we won't ever have a full aerial view because we get in the way, right? We, We will try and create a whole new narrative based on the thinking that we have it all together and we know exactly what it is that's supposed to take place. But God has the most ultimate aerial view. Not only does he know what's happening right now, he, what happened years ago, what's going to happen years ahead of us, right? So when he's moving in a way, it's all things considered, right? And this scripture, you know, our thoughts will never be like his. We can align our thoughts with the truth of what his word says, but we will never be able to see it holistically like he does. And I'm a control freak. All control freaks, raise your hand. Let's be united. Um, And I want to control it. I want to take my limited view and I want to be able to make a plan. I want to be able to create the narrative that that makes the most sense to me. But there have been times, not enough times, and God, my prayer right now is to create more space for him to just have complete control. But those times in which I have conceded that I don't know nothing, I don't have enough insight, so I'm going to literally raise my hands and figuratively raise my hands and say, God, you got this. Do with it as you see fit. And those times when I do that, y'all, like I, (laughs) the, the peace that comes with that is so insurmountable. Like I can't even really give it the right words. And scriptures like this remind us that we're not even equipped to think about it on that level, right? Because who knew that when all these things happened with the pandemic, that so many things would be addressed. And right at the moment in which we were feeling, whether we were ready or not, we were feeling that we were about to come out of this, there was another world-changing event on the horizon that at this point literally moved us out of some fears to be able to address. Like I think about watching all the people on TV, all the things that are happening locally, and it doesn't mean that the pandemic isn't out there, but there was a greater need that was on the horizon that people safely had to put aside that fear and be able to address an even bigger fear, right? And it's interesting to me because it's almost like, would we have gotten to that place? Because it means something differently. It means 
a, a different eagerness to push forward through adversity because the pandemic was adversity. The wondering of whether or not I should do, I should go, I should be heard in the middle of something that we've been given the information that could kill us, right? And you push through. Who knew, right? And I think about the moments that I've sat here over the past you know, three months or so, and just the way in which my mind has had to be stretched, how I've had to navigate tough conversations with myself, about myself, I don't think I would have ever given myself the quiet time to do as such because our lives are distractions. As good as they are, as exciting as they may be, as eventful as they may be, they can pull you in one direction and the other to where you don't make the time to really understand the life you're living. And that's not judgment. That's real life. That's my life. That's your life. And so when I think about all of what's happening, and trust me, being um, somewhat in, in solitude will give you that time to think. It's like, who knew? Only God knew. Only God knew that his children would be sitting in this space that we're in, having to be tougher than ever before, having to rely on our faith in a way that we thought we were prepared for, but we really weren't, right? You never really know the testing of your faith until it's tested, because when all is well, all is well. And that's a whole nother podcast about, you know, what does faith look like when things are going good? And what does faith look like when things are not in a manageable place? So we think, and my personal opinion, I feel God the most when things are out of control Um, because when I stop trying to work it out myself, because we do, um, I see just how big he is and it's good. It's still good. It's still a good place to be in. And I was talking to a friend, um, a work friend a little bit um, earlier And one of the things that she and I talked about, which was just amazing, was if all of what had had not happened from, you know, COVID-19 to, you know, the the not new injustices, these injustices have been there. But if they had not come to light, would she and I be having the conversation that we are having now? And it isn't just about understanding one another, right? Um, That's part of the conversation, but it's also understanding who we say we are as believers in times like this. And the fact that she and I are on a similar path to growth and that this uncomfortable part that we're in is a part of the ultimate plan of growth because we both, two different people, who look different, different life experiences, but are still on the same path to growth. Because just as much as this has been an experience for those who don't look like me, it's been an experience for those who do. And asking some some different questions about where you stand, how you feel, what do you do, what do you say? And I think that it's very intentional that there is a, a, a sitting back and observing and asking, where do you fall? What do you do? And the best part about our conversation, so shout out to Rebecca, I like to shout people out, 
is that in all of the differences, we came back and we're so much aligned in God's truth about who he says we are. And it was funny because we were talking about some of the same things with different people that is ultimately going to drive us to a unified thought process and not even knowing that the, the the same organizations that we were talking about with different people, it would now line up to where all of the same people are talking about the same thing. It's like, who knew? And I think about how good our relationship was prior to that. And, and again, nothing is by chance. I think that everything about our encounter and our meeting was for such a time as this because the, the core of the relationship had already been established. But as I sit here today, the true purpose of it is being is being announced, right? And I would have never known that because when I think about me changing jobs, it was a, a self thing, right? I wanted a different opportunity. I wanted more growth. I wanted more of a of a moment to be able to, you know, highlight what I can do professionally. And God was in the not in the background, but in the background saying, "Girl, you don't even know what this is about to be about for you." And I think about this scripture is that my my thoughts can't be his thoughts. The best I can do is align with his truth to be able to be positioned to where I could be used in whatever capacity that he sees fit. And I even think about the book that my group was reading in and around trustworthy, like believing that God is trustworthy. So whatever it is that he is choosing to do in this moment that I trust that he has not forgotten about me, he's not forgotten about you. And that what his his true purpose will prevail in allowing us to be where we are. And I say allow, he doesn't always narrate the story, but he at times will sit back and let the story unfold, right? And so I'm just amazed by it and I'm grateful. I am grateful for the opportunity to be able to walk it out and see it and to, to not even have any preconceived ideas about what this would be like. Because again, none of us, right, knew nothing about what this year. And it's funny to me because I think myself included, we had a lot of expectations about 2020, right? The year of perfect vision. And, you know, there were so many mantras I included about what this year was going to be. And I am wholeheartedly convinced that it is still going to be a year of perfect vision. But to get perfect vision, so think about it. Let's use LASIK for those of you who've had it, for those of you who are desiring it. Um, to be able to, to, to gain eyesight back to where, you know, it was before your eyes failed you. I am a glass wearer, so I know. Um, there's a process, right? And surgery is scary. I mean, there is a chance that it could go wrong. There's an opportunity that you may not get that perfect vision, right? But you go into it trusting the process, trusting that it's going to be what it's going to be, right? And you move through it and you get that eyesight that you wanted without all of the blinders 
no glasses, no contacts. And I think that's so much what this year is that we all wanted to see miracles happen in 2020, right? We wanted to see things in a way that we never saw them before. That was our faith. Our faith was in line with upon this new year, we would be different people. We would be more aware people. We would do the, and the, the problem with, with, with where we struggle and, uh, and this isn't a condemnation. This is just life, right? We just having real honest talk here that in believing all of that, we also had the idea of how, right? We, we, we had an idea and the way in which we grow we don't we know that there are growth pains but trust me if we can write them out of the plan we will definitely write those puppies out of the plan right it would be a jump from you know um hourly cashier to ceo of the company between today and tomorrow but we know once we mature on whatever level that in order for us to be the best ceo and that could happen you could easily go from cashier to ceo in a day. It, it's a thing. It's highly unlikely, but it's a thing. But what is it that you have not learned or have not gained in the growth process that would make you the most effective CEO ever, right? There are layers in between that that have to take place in order for you to be the best. And I think when we talk about perfect vision and we talk about being where we need it to be, from a growth perspective, that there were some things that had to happen. There were some layers that had to be pulled back, some things exposed for us to get there. And we don't get to determine the time frame that it takes to get there, right? I think about how long it has, has taken for us to be able to have the conversations that we're having about race, right? The, the conversations have been happening. But the conversations are so different. My This same friend and I were talking about how the conversation that she and I have been having, we've never had it in the workplace. We've never had it in a work setting, right? Um, timing is everything. There is a time for everything. And I think that set of um, verses that a time to heal, a time to, like it's so important God's word is so true in that. And I know it gets frustrating because whenever we have to be patient, oh God, that's a whole situation because patience is not fun. It's, 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 it's enduring and, and it's hard because we are a microwave people, hand raised, both hands. If you can see me, you'd be like, girl, put your hands down. So when we have to endure and be patient on the right time, like only God knows that. So when I want to read it to you guys again. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. How more plainly can that be put for us all, right? That his timing is never ours because God is, 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 is going back to the whole aerial view. He is looking at all million of these people and he can use a single incident to heal from one end of the spectrum to the next. He can use an incident to 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 my prayers like I wanted to and I'm not I'm not reveling in someone else's misfortune at this time by no means. But I'm speaking my truth in that 
He used an opportunity like this to give me something that I desire, not just selfishly, because he knows the the time I want to spend with my family. I don't want to be confined to having to always take off to go visit, to go engage. And so an opportunity like this gives me that opportunity to do those things. And he's using it to do something else for some to give somebody a boldness in an area. Or he's using the the situation with George Floyd's death to to highlight some things in some people, not just African Americans. We we know how we feel, but to highlight some things in some other people's hearts that it was very easy to keep buried and hidden because it's uncomfortable. Who knew? I didn't know. If I had to if I had to write out my best laid plans for changes in the world, it wouldn't have quite looked like this, right? It would literally be we'd all wake up and we'd be great. It wouldn't include someone losing their life to see something different. It wouldn't be millions of people um, being able to experience a pandemic for people to see family life as something different or to expose, you know, just how unprepared we are for some things like it just it just wouldn't be that thing. Right. Who knew? Who knew? We know who did know. And that was God. I ask right now that as you're listening, that you search your own heart, that you search your own path. You think about this year holistically. You try as much as possible to have an aerial view, an aerial view of all of what's going on. And ask yourself, how do I feel about where God sits in it? What is it that he's thinking and feeling and doing as much as possible? And even after you come to some sort of conclusion, let me just be honest with y'all, then you're going to be like, oh, there's more. Or that might not be it, right? That's That's the beauty in the mystery. It's the beauty in getting some revelation and seeing him move, but not knowing how he's moving all at the same time. Mind-blowing. It is definitely mind-blowing for me to say, I get it, but I don't get it. I see it, but I don't see it. But I'm trusting that it's all meant for my good. We know that scripture. It's all meant for our good. So I love you guys. I hope that these few moments have given you, if not but one thing to think about. You don't have to have a whole um revelation right like every point may not hit a nerve but one will hit something for you to have your own who knew moment and then immediately following but god knew guys thanks so much for spending this time with me man it is therapeutic for me to just get it out there i hope that you have been doing everything possible to stay focused, keep your head above water. We're going to get through this. I know we are, even if it's just one day at a time. But until next time, I hope that you have a great day on purpose.